Hey, it's Meta. Welcome back to Alter Guild. This season is all about stretching the story, retelling scripture and tales of our biblical ancestors through modern perspectives. Our favorite thing about Alter Guild and the podcast medium is the chance to set a bigger table, to hear more voices, and build connections between what we believe and whose we already are. Today you get to meet another voice, another teller of the sacred story that is still being written in and through us. Here's Liesl. Hi friends, this is Liesl. I'm a Lutheran pastor in St. Paul and an altar guild friend in the field. In these pandemic times, it seems like scripture and its meaning have been transformed before my eyes. One person in scripture I've been thinking a lot about is Paul. If you know about Paul, you might have a conflicting relationship to him like I do. Paul was a Jewish man who lived and spread the good news of Jesus in the years after Jesus rose from the dead and departed the earth. Paul traveled all over the Greek and Roman world, telling about Jesus, starting churches and building the movement that would eventually be known as Christianity. And as he traveled, he wrote letters back to the churches he had founded, churches in Thessalonica, in Corinth, in Rome. And these letters became the earliest texts recorded as scripture in the New Testament. Paul's letters predate the gospel by decades, and so the ways that Paul describes Jesus and his divinity played a huge role in shaping what this movement would become. He wrote some of the most beautiful words in scripture. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But Paul has also been attributed with some of the most harmful words and is cited as justification for abuses by the church. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart just as you would obey Christ. And let a woman learn in silence with full submission. I permit no woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She is to keep silent. I grew up in a conservative Protestant denomination that cited Paul in its male-only leadership and condemnation of homosexuality. As I came to think about faith for myself, something about that felt deeply and personally wrong to me, and I decided that I hated Paul. Strong words, I know, but that was my teenage truth. When I was 20, I came out to myself as queer and began to understand better where that deep-seated hurt had come from. 
In the church I grew up in, as in many churches, Paul is read as rejecting the body as sinful and untrustworthy. And I needed to trust my body, my body's ways of knowing and experiencing God. I was coming into my own wisdom, and it was in my bones. So it seemed like I had to make a choice between trusting Paul and trusting myself. But I came to learn that Paul the body hater was Paul interpreted through later theologians, particularly one named Augustine, who had his own self-esteem issues to work out. So here's why I'm thinking about Paul now. Because I'm coming to realize yet again his obsession with bodies, with being with God and with other people in the flesh. And I'm coming to feel that experience myself in a new way. I miss seeing my people, as I'm sure you do too. As I experience how a screen can't replace the divine spark in another person that comes from their physical presence. It's Paul's words that come to my mind. Now we see dimly, as through a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now we see dimly, as through Zoom or Facebook or whatever device you're holding on to right now. Then we shall see face to face. This person who traveled all over Asia Minor, who made relationships strong enough to build a movement, was missing the people he had come to love, and dreaming and preaching and writing for the day he would see them again, not through letters, not in his memories, but in their bodies. He wanted to see Jesus, not in dreams or in a shining light, but face to face. So here's the story I'm telling again. It's the story of Paul as he's introduced to us in the book of Acts. It's the story of a man who is transformed and who longs to see in the flesh. At the beginning of the story, he's a bad guy, we learn, a big man in the religious establishment and threatened by these apostles who were following Jesus. So like any person with too much power, he squashed the opposition cruelly and without remorse. Until one day as Paul traveled to Damascus, a light shone so brightly that he could not see, and he heard a voice, one that was eerily familiar in the way that made his stomach drop. Paul, why do you persecute me? It was the voice of every innocent person he had overseen stoned the voice of every person who had cowered in fear in his presence. It was the voice of adolescent Liesel, and women and queers and people of color and anyone the institution of the church has justified squashing to preserve its power. It was all of us, and Jesus, asking Paul, What are you doing? And who are you, sir? Paul asked, 
maybe hoping it was just his imagination or something he'd eaten for breakfast. But when the light went away, Paul still couldn't see. He was blind and lost and dependent. Maybe for the first time, he really experienced just how much he needed the people around him to survive and certainly to make it to Damascus. It was one of those very people Paul had caused to fear who changed Paul's life in that moment, who made it possible for Paul to turn, to change, and see with new eyes. It was someone on the margins who brought the gospel to Paul and transformed his life and shaped the movement of Christianity that is still unfolding today. When Ananias laid hands on Paul, scales fell from his eyes. And from that point on, Paul never took for granted the ability to see, to witness a spark in another person's spirit and body. Paul's perspective changed that day and it didn't stop changing. His theology, his letters and how he was caring for the people he wrote to kept changing. His hope for a resurrection in the body kept adapting. From that moment, Paul didn't stop growing. Today, that's one of my favorite aspects of Paul, how his words coming from one hand reflect so many different perspectives, even if some of them can be used for harm. There is still a freedom in seeing how God's story through Paul unfolded and that God's story isn't finished, not in Paul's time and not in pandemic time. Where we are going is not where we've been. We are still changing, losing one perspective and gaining another, learning our accountability, learning our interdependency, and we are still seeking the presence of God in the flesh. Alter Guild is hosted by Meta Herrick Carlson, Matthew Ian Fleming, Miriam Samuelson Roberts, and Derek Transgard. This episode is edited by Ian McConnell. Thanks, Ian. Alter Guild supports a network of podcasts, so visit our website to learn more about the network and to find other shows. You can like and follow and review us, or don't, whatever. We're just really glad you're here and hope you are safe and healthy during this pandemic. Thank you for all the ways you are caring for your more vulnerable neighbors. This is sacrificial and holy love. Until next time, go in peace. Live, love, serve, and alter.